Judges chapter number nine, and uh, we we ended last week. If you just raise your hand, and they'll get uh, Alyssa will bring you that paper there. And uh, Judges nine, at the end, at the end of uh, Gideon's life, he kind of made a a failure there, and uh, went away from went away from what he should have been and what he could have been. And, uh, you know, Gideon really was used of God in a great way. And a lot of times, um, you know, he beat the odds in a lot of different ways. And, uh, but tonight is the story, we're going to start to do the story of Gideon's son, Abimelech. We're going to get six verses in. I'm going to give you three different thoughts tonight, but uh, Gideon's son, Abimelech, the life of Abimelech, will probably spend two, maybe three weeks on Abimelech. Um, this chapter, number nine, the whole chapter is the life of Abimelech. Uh, his life ends at, cha- at the end of chapter number nine, and uh, then chapter number 10 starts the next uh, uh, judge, and his name is Tolup. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. But chapter 9, and uh, we've got our Bibles open to chapter 9. We'll begin reading in verse number 1. The Bible says, And Abimelech, the son of Jerubbabel, which is Gideon, and we know that from the Scriptures there, uh, and went to Shemek unto uh, Shechem, I guess, unto his mother's brethren, and communed with them, and with all the family of the house of his mother's father, saying, Speak, I pray you, in the ears of all the men of Shechem, Shechem, that's not right, Shechem, uh, whether it is better for you, either that all the sons of Jerubbabel, which are threescore and ten persons, reign over you, or that one reign over you, remember also that I am your bone and your flesh, uh, and his bre- mother's his mother's brethren spake of him in the ears of all the men of Shechem, and all these words, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said he is our brother. And they gave him threescore and ten pieces of silver out of the house of Belbereth, wherewith Abimelech hired vain and light persons which followed him. And verse number six. And all the men of Shechem gathered together in the house of Milo and went and made Abimelech king by the plain. I, I skipped down to verse six, didn't I? Verse, I'm sorry, verse five. I skipped a whole, whole verse. How did I do that? And he went unto his father's house in Ophrah, and he slew his brethren, the sons of Jerubbabel, being threescore and ten persons upon one stone, notwithstanding, yet Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubbabel, was left, for he hid himself. Verse 6, And all the men of Shechem gathered together in all the house of Milo and went and made Abimelech what? King. By the plain of the pillar that was in Shechem. Now, let us take notice at verse number one uh, is who is this person? Who is Abimelech? Abimelech is the son of Gideon. Gideon had 70 sons. 
And it's unreal that he had that many children or that many sons. But uh, Gideon's son, uh, Abimelech, is the son of a, um, of a concubine. Uh, and so it wasn't a, a wife of Gideon. It was a concubine of Gideon. Uh, you'll notice that uh, when he became old enough, he did not follow the, the steps of his father. Uh, in chapter number 8, uh, they came to Gideon, and uh, they wanted to make Gideon rule, and his sons rule, and his next son rule. But Gideon said, uh, don't follow me, uh, follow God. And so he, uh, Gideon was trying to get the people not to do this. But here come Abimelech, got old enough to spread his wings and fly, and do his own thing and not follow in the steps of his father as far as trying to follow uh, the Lord. But I think that if you look at this close enough, that the, that the mishaps and the missteps of Gideon are partially part of why his son went astray and why his son went awry. Uh, Gideon, had, at the end of his life, he made some, he made some things that he did, uh, put an idol in the middle of the city. Uh, that, he should have never done that. He should have never gathered all of the, all of the gold, all the earrings and all that and, and made a big idol. But he did. And here come Abimelech following hard after that. Uh, and the wickedness of Abimelech. We'll see through the chapter number nine that Abimelech is a wicked person. He was wicked in the sight of God. He didn't want to do God's will. He didn't want to follow God. He didn't want to do things God's way. And if you'll look at your life, the best times of your life is when you're doing what God wants you to do. And the worst times of your life is when you're doing your own thing. Having it your way. Do your own thing. Have it the way that you want and not the way that God wants it. You'll find that you'll have the most peace. You'll have the most comfort. You'll have the most satisfied life if you just simply do what God wants you to do. And Abimelech, he didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. I don't understand. I do not understand that young people today or older people today, I don't understand people that simply don't want to follow God. They don't. They have no desire to follow God. Uh, every decision I make, every decision, uh, mistaken I make as a family, uh, we make based on what God says and based on what does God want for our life. Uh, what does God want for me? What does God desire for me? Uh, we need to base our decision based on what God wants for us, not based on what feels good, uh, not based on what, uh, what pleases self and pleases you, based on what pleases God. And Abimelech lived his life not to please God. Sad, sad, sad situation. But to be honest, I've seen it happen many pastors uh, many pastors and preachers and evangelists, they have children that don't walk after their steps. And you don't have to be a pastor to be right with God, but you need to walk in his steps. And that's one thing I, tell, I told my children is that I just want them to love the Lord. And the most important thing that they do is love God. Right. Most important thing that you do is love God. Right. If you love the Lord then all the rest of it will work out the right way. Any thoughts or questions about Abimelech?
the person. Any thoughts? You know, to be honest with you, I didn't ever know, and I've read, I've read Judges without really getting into it, but I never really un, uh, grabbed it or saw it or whatever, but that Gideon failed at the end of his life and that his son went crazy. Mm, I, I, I don't know. I, until studying this out, I said, what in the world, man? Abimelech, man, he goes, all right. Now, we are, we're going through the life of the judges, and so technically, Abimelech's not a judge, but this story is in here, so I just figured it would be best to go through it. Why was he not a judge in his beginning? Why? Because he's the son of a judge. Maybe. Because of what he did to this, his family. You know, uh, the what they you know what they chose to do during this time period after after Gideon and before the next judge, you know sometimes it will go into great detail. You know, like um, I think it was Shamgar, the uh, that was listed as a judge. I mean, he got like two verses uh, as a judge in the book of Judges, and Gideon he had like three chapters or or something. You know, so. Um, I don't know. I would say because of because of the life of Gideon. Any any anybody else? Question or thought? I wonder why he killed his brothers. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> you're 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 getting ahead of me, brother Eddie. Hey, verse verse five. verse five. I know, I know. I got to cover verse two first, and then we'll jump to verse five. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to cover that. That's the last point, which is the, the homicide or the murder that takes place. The, um, amen. Why? Why would he do such a thing? That's part of his wickedness that strayed away from what God wanted him to do. All right. So number one is the person. Number two is the posting or the statement that he makes, if you will, in verse number two, speak, I pray you, in the ears of all the men of Shechem, whether it be better for you, either that all the sons of Jerubbabel, which are threescore and ten persons, reign over you, or that one reign over you. Remember also that I am your bone and flesh. Now, if you'll go back to chapter, I, I, I didn't write the verse down this evening, but in chapter number eight, uh, the Bible tells that, that they came to Gideon and they asked Gideon about uh, verse number 23. The Bible says, And Gideon said unto them, I will not rule over you, neither shall my son rule over you. The Lord shall rule over you. In verse number 22, they wanted, they wanted Gideon to become king. They wanted Gideon to take control and his son would then be the next in line. Now, I don't know if, if his son Abimelech uh, was missing in that meeting, if he didn't show up that day, or if he didn't listen to his father. But Abimelech's father, Gideon, told them that, that you are not to be the next king. This is not how things work. This is not how God intended. 
God intended for there to be a judge simply to point in the right direction, to be the rescuer, to be the person who would guide, not necessarily a king to rule, because there's only one king, and that's Jesus. Now, he, he began to say this in verse number two. He says, uh, speak, I pray you. He said, hey, guys, listen. He said, what is better, all of us rule or just one of us rule? What's better? Should one of us rule or all of us rule? Can you imagine? Can you imagine all 70 sons trying to rule the nation of Israel? What kind of mess would that be? It would be bad. It would be bad. Too many, with too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Is that what that statement goes? You know, got a lot of people that want to run the show and and not get it, not be the Indian. You know, not be the person that that is obedient. But look, and his mother's brethren spake of him, spake unto him in the ears of men of Shechem all the words, and their hearts inclined to follow who. Verse number three. Who they want to follow? Abimelech. For they said, he is our brother. So they wanted, they desired to follow Abimelech rather than follow the 70 brothers that he had. Uh, Why did they choose Abimelech? Why did Abimelech stand before them and speak to them about this? Uh, I don't know. I don't understand his, his desire to lead, his desire to be in charge. Sometimes people are so simply uh, so bent on being in charge that they'll mow over, they'll push over, and push through anything they can just simply so they can have a say and be in charge. Now, is that biblical? It's not biblical at all for you to take charge like that. Not at all. But there's been people in the Bible that wanted to take charge that was not anointed or appointed. That's right. Yeah. And without the appointment or anointing, it's of no value. Right. And it turns out like Abimelech. Yeah. I mean, there's, and we'll get into it. We won't get all of it tonight because we're stopping at verse 6. But um, you'll see Abimelech, if you read the rest of the chapter, you'll see that Abimelech is, is a wicked heathen. And he leads as a wicked man. Because not only do, does he make a statement, he says, you want some of this brother? Or do you want me? Ah, come on, man. Gideon said, I don't want any of you to rule. I don't want any of you to rule. Just follow God. Follow God. And, that's, and honestly, that's where we get into trouble at church. Uh, not our church, I don't think, but a lot of times in churches is that everybody wants to be in charge. And they get mad at the person who's in charge. Well, look at this, and look at this, and look at this. Well, will you? I wouldn't do. It. If I was you, I wouldn't do it like that, and I would do it like this, and I would do it like this, and I would do it like this, and you have you have a whole bunch of everybody trying to tell you what to do, and nothing gets done. And then nothing gets done. I don't think that that's a problem here, but I mean, it happens. It happens. At our age, we're willing to sit back and a lot of times, to be honest with you, the, guy, the person who's the most critical is the person who doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't run that vacuum cleaner that way. If you turn it around and go that way, that direction, it'd look better. Well, why, why don't you take the vacuum cleaner and you, you get to vacuum in then? I didn't see you volunteer to vacuum. 
you know, and that's what happens. It happens sometimes, but here it is. Here's this spot. He volunteered to be in the, in the leadership position and push his brothers down. Well, was there not another person that could have led? Was there not somebody else who was more capable? Was there not? I mean, not that, not that Abimelech was incapable of leading or not that he shouldn't have led, but ultimately he wasn't, he wasn't right with God and he wasn't following God, so he shouldn't have been in leadership position. But he had to be in charge. He had to be in charge. So much that the men of Shechem, they decided, they, in verse number three, they heard it and he said, hey, let's follow this guy. Verse number four, they gave him money. They gave him money to help prosper his cause. And then in verse number five, the most sad verse, the homicide, if you will, the number three, uh, the, the, the murder that takes place. In verse number five, the Bible says, and he went into his father's house at Ophrah and slew his brethren, the sons of Jerubbabel, being threescore and ten persons upon how many stones? One stone. He took one stone and killed every one of them. I don't know if he had to do that when they were sleeping or what. What kind of stone? What kind of stone could he have had? Yeah, a dagger made out of you know made out of a piece of stone. He chipped he it down. Bash him in the head. I don't know what he did, but he killed seventy of them. Can you imagine doing that to your brother? Doing that to your family? So that you can be in charge? So that you can be king? You know, that just shows you the true wickedness of Abimelech. And like I said, it happens. People will push through and people will push down and push through anybody they can just simply to be in charge. And Abimelech said, but hey, it's the most important thing right now that I'm in charge. And so I'm going to go kill my brothers so I can be in charge. He didn't have to go kill his brethren, but he killed them. You, here's your answer. Uh, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but I mean, he killed them so that he could protect his crown. He killed them that, so no one would stand against him. He killed them so no one would, would challenge him as being the king. Yeah. Seventy brothers. A stone. A stone. One stone. One stone. One stone. The Bible says. That had to have been asleep or something. I don't know. He could have. But right, and the city of Shechem, the whole city of Shechem was behind him. The verse says he went into the house where they were. And he went into his father's house and slew his brothers. Yeah, it was inside the house. So, you know, I don't know if it was broken up into different rooms or whatever, but, I mean, I don't know that the, the strength of Abimelech. I mean, it does speak of his, his strength and things like that, but, I mean, simply he murdered his brothers. Sure. Straight up. Yeah. Straight. Murder. Yeah. It's sad. All in the name of power. And do you not see that today? Does that not take place today in the name of power? In the name of in the name of strength, yeah. man, 
People will do anything for power. Just about. And money. Money. Material. What happened to him? What did he do in verse number four? He got money. So not only uh, looking for power and money, and what brought this on was that he wanted to be in charge. Well, he needed bus money. Since he killed his brothers, he needed money to catch a bus to get out of there. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) And to think... To think that's Gideon's son. Yeah. That's the son of Gideon. He killed his own blood. Yes. He killed his own brothers. Yeah. That just proves to the wickedness of of uh, Abimelech's Abimelech's soul. He wasn't right with God. He wasn't following God. He wasn't anywhere near God. It's sad. It's sad. And to, and to, but his brothers might have known a lot of things, other things oh yeah. he had done. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It is true. Well, I mean, you take a guy, anybody, anybody. Um, you grew up, I, me and my brother. I mean, we grew up, not that little guy, because he's too young to know anything about me. Does he That's, know his name? What is your name? No. Anyway, so you, you, take, you take my brother, you take your family, your siblings, they grew up with you. They know you. I mean, they know the inside. I mean, they know you inside and out. They know your faults. They know your failures. They know your mistakes. They know all those quirky little things about you. And so to submit to you would be hard. Now, you ain't going to be my leader. Are you crazy? I know what you did when you was 12. I remember when we were out at 12 years old and you was out there doing, yeah, I remember that. I mean, they, re- they remember it. And I don't know. I mean, my brother has a memory like a steel trap. He can remember things that I sure in the world don't remember, don't want to remember anyway. I mean, uh, you know, you think about all those things that they knew and he had to shut them up. He had to get them out of their way because yeah. they knew who Abimelech was. And so, sure, the men of Shechem wanted him, and he wanted that power, and he wanted that strength, and he wanted that money. He so much that he murdered and his own no family. And no resistance. No, nobody against him. I don't need nobody against me. Nobody against me. And to make that choice. And in verse number six is where we'll end. And the Bible says in verse number six, he says, and, and the men of Shechem gathered together all the house of Melo and went and made Abimelech what? King. king. Did God want them to have a king? No. 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 God didn't want them to have a king. God, uh, hey, even, even when the children of Israel got a king, God still didn't want them to have a king. Right. That's right. You know, God didn't want that for them because he wanted God to be the ruler and God to be the leader and God to be the, the, the one that leads. You know, be the king, if you will. Oh, it's, it's so important that we make God king and not man. Right. You know, they wanted Abimelech to be king. After he murdered 70 men, I, would, you want him to be your leader? I, I'd be scared of that. I'd be, I'd be plumb scared of that guy. You say one cross word and he'll beat you down with that stone. And he was rewarded. He was rewarded to being a 
king for murder. No, he was rewarded for wrong. Well, what in the world was wrong with this world? Right? No. I mean, what, even back then, what was wrong with that picture? I mean, they know, justice wasn't served at all. No. When you're, you're wicked, you get, you get ahead of everybody. Yeah. Or you think? Or you think you get ahead of everybody. Because, well, and, and this is, and this is to be true. You reap what you sow. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. God's not mocked for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Because at the end of Abimelech's life, he got what he deserved. It's sad. It's sad. What a sad life to think, to think his dad was the one who prayed and said, Hey, God, in the morning, would you make the, the grass wet? And the fleece dry. Yes. Yes, I will. And in the morning time came, the fleece was dry and the grass was wet. Oh God, I don't know if that's right or not. Can we do that again? Let's let's make the fleece wet and the grass dry. He woke up the next morning, the fleece was wet and the grass was dry. Yeah. That was his dad. His dad was the one who stood at the, at the big valley with those 300 men and, and won against the Midianites, over 100,000 men. His dad. And here he is. His dad dies. Texas expression. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah. 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 Didn't want to call his daddy. You... Every choice, I've, I've been told this with, uh, with raising children, every choice needs to be their choice. You know, because they're, one day they're doing what I want them to do now. But there's going to come a day when they're going to have to make their own choices. They're going to have to make a choice. They are going to have to make a choice. They won't always be able to do because daddy said. They're going to get old enough where they're going to make a decision for themselves. Well, they're going to make a decision based on what they've been taught. If they don't want any part of it, then they'll go the other direction. Uh, teaching kids nowadays is so much different than it was 60 or 65 years ago. Even 30 years ago, Brother Eddie. Train up a child in the way he should go. And then he'll kill you. Is that how it goes? That's not what Proverbs says. <laughs> Train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he shall not depart from it. What does that verse mean? That, that a child will never depart from what they've been taught? No. I, I, I've seen children raised up in church that live like the devil now. I do. Yeah, I've absolutely. seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. When you say it was a parent's failure, I don't, I don't know necessarily that it's a parent's failure. It's a child failure because they made a choice. They have to make, I'm gonna, I, I had to make a choice. There was a point in, in time in my life when it was no longer my daddy's decision for me to do what I did. It was no longer my dad's decision for me to get involved and be involved with the ministry. It was no longer my dad's decision. When I was a kid, it was my dad's decision, and I did exactly what he wanted me to do. But when there came a time, there, it, it, just like in your life, there had to come a day in your life when you decided you're going to be in church. 
You have raised your family in church. You have decided to be in church. There's a reason you're here tonight is because you made a decision that you were going to be in church on a Wednesday night in the middle of August when it's 175 degrees outside. I mean, you made a choice. You made a decision that that's what you was going to do. Uh, Children eventually have to make their own choice, and they have to see the consequences of their choice. Abimelech grew up with Gideon as a dad. Gideon, with having that many children... Of course, I don't think necessarily that Gideon was always present in their life. So, but ultimately, he wasn't raised to follow his own desires. He was raised to follow God. And so at some point in his life, he decided his word, his will, his way was way more important than what God wanted for him. And you'll have to make, we have to make our own choice now. Whose, is, whose way is more important, yours he or God's? He went into Gideon's house. Yes, his and own dad's house. And killed them. And killed them all. He must have dealt with sleep, but I'm not, you kill one of them with a rock out of the way. <coughs> I'm going to peck on that. <laughs> if you, if, take them out. How many rooms was in the house? Yeah, he must have been sleeping. I'm going to find that. 70, 70 people? Dead. Asleep in a house? What, what he would do is kill two or three and say, oh my gosh, what happened to them the next morning? And say, you know, they must have a disease or something. They're bleeding from the hand. Nah. <laughs> <day. laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, oh, it must be that COVID. Amen. Amen. It is. It's unbelievable that that oh. many. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to say, go ahead. Unbelievable that there was that many in one house. <laughs> How big of a house did Gideon have? The, the other thing is, too, is, is it wasn't the rock that caused that. No. It was Abimelech, yeah. the wicked heathen. Yeah. I mean, just like today, it's not, it's not the gun. It's the person's fault. It was the wickedness of man. It was the wickedness of man. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed anything. No. The only thing that's changed is the weapon that men use or women use. Amen. All right, any thoughts or questions before we close? You know, this Alec, get from church, got everybody to go with him. I mean, he's supposed to be real religious, killed all his brothers. But yet, you know, he's acting... So, so unrighteous that the, a lot of fools fell for him. You know that's why they wanted him king. You know they they fell for it. You know it's I mean it was a bunch of propaganda. He brainwashed these people. They, you know a lot of people today are like that. They they want to be seen in church, but they're out there stealing, robbing like crazy. Hope the police won't come down on the day in church. You know. Well, you know a lot of it. A lot of that money that, that he went and got, Abimelech went and got, was from Shechem because his, his mom was from Shechem. You know, and so he was able to go back to his hometown, basically, from what I understand, is to go back to his hometown and get that money from his, from his people he knew because in Shechem it says that he's our brother, but he wasn't their brother. It meant that he was, you know, like uh, uh, akin to him or not necessarily a cousin or something like that, but he was... 
that he was he was from that town, if you will, from what I if I understand correctly. But those seventy that he killed had to know him. Yeah, they knew him. Yeah, they knew him. Uh, there's something something wrong there somewhere. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> Amen. All right. Any other questions or thoughts? There is something wrong, completely wrong. Why in the world would that happen to anybody? Well, I mean, Why the would anybody... person's brain is a complex thing. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. They can be just as gentle as a lamb, but kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sin. Sin will make you do wrong. Things. Uh, sin will warp your mind. Sin will... Sin, uh, uh, there's a song that says sin will take you farther than you want to go. And sin will cost you far more than you want to pay. Yeah. It really will. It really will. Yeah, and it did, with the, it did with Abimelech. It did with Abimelech. That's a good lesson. It's a history lesson, but it's happening today. And that church might be filled with a bunch of criminals, man. No, people, I mean, some of them just, they're there for show. Look at everybody. I, you know, they might rip off a bunch of people and they... they Police come and grill. Look, I go to church, man. I, I go to church all the time. Why would, you know, no, that guy gave me that, mean a that car. I, 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 he gave me that car. Yeah. He gave me that tractor. Or he gave me this. Well, I go to church, man. I'm religious, man. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we, get, we get in trouble when we think that we're something special because we're yeah. religious, if you will. Yeah, Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. All right. Anybody else? Any other questions or thoughts? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Lord, I love you. I thank you for tonight. Thank you for everyone.